right, guys, welcome to the Total Domination Project Unedited, where we talk about four key areas of your life. We'll talk about your mind, your body, and your health, your business, and your relationships. And we break these down to the lessons that I've learned to really achieve a harmony between these areas. This is a podcast, guys, about self-improvement and not only how to improve yourself, but how to win at making money and how to get your health in shape and how to rock your relationships. I want you guys to win. And the bottom line is, I want to help you build the life that everybody talks about, but so few actually have the courage to go out and do. I want to help you develop the confidence and the courage and the discipline to make it all happen. And that is what we're doing here as I share with you what I've learned over the last 44 years on this planet. Guys, thanks for spending time with me today. I appreciate your support and your feedback. And I even love the hate mail that I get from time to time from my critics. At least I know that my messages are making an impact, all right? Now, I know that you know someone who is struggling or somebody that just wants to get to the next level in their lives. Maybe it's you, and that's what we're here for. That's what this is here for. I ask that if you find some value in these messages, share this podcast, share it with one person. If you listen to an episode and you think to yourself, hell yeah, I resonate with that, please share it with somebody. Don't celebrate alone, okay? Find others that can celebrate with you. I want you guys to win. I want to celebrate with you. And that's exactly what this episode is going to be about. Let's jump in, guys. How about, uh, do you remember the time, okay, back when you were a nervous teenager, all right, and your parents took you to get your driver's permit, all right? You got your permit. That's a win. And then further down the road, you did your road test and you got your driver's license. That was a win. And then maybe there was a time where you applied for a job that you really wanted. You got an interview, you aced the interview, and you landed that job that you really wanted. That's a win. Maybe your high school football team took states. That's a win. Maybe you took the first place in your karate tournament. That's a win. Maybe the time you bought your first car, your first new car, that was a win. Maybe when you got your handgun carry permit, your concealed carry permit, that's a win. Maybe you aced the medical boards, that's a win. Maybe you had the courage to start a new business, that's a win. Maybe you just had a baby. You added to your family. You got married. Those are all wins. Maybe you found a four-leaf clover, that's a win. Okay. How about... Maybe the time where you moved into a new apartment, you took a chance, you moved across the country, you bought a new home. All of these things are wins. And wins are different from everyone. And wins look different to everyone. But there's one thing in common with these wins. And that is, the fact is that every one of you, every single person out there listening to this, will experience success in your life. You will experience success. Every one of you will get a win. No matter what your background is, no matter what your ethnicity is, your upbringing, your socioeconomic status, everyone will experience a win at some point in your life. And a win is success. And some of you, you'll win a lot. And you'll win on a huge scale with impactful levels. And some of you won't experience success like that. We're not all created equal, and not everyone gets a trophy, but everyone will experience a win at some point in life. So here's what happens, and this is a quote I saw quite a while ago, and I never really understood it 
until I had some wins, and until this played out in my own life. You ready for this? Write this down. When you win, when you experience success, your friends will become your enemies. Wow. What does that mean? But that's right. Success comes with a price. These wins come with a price. And they don't teach you that in school. They don't talk about it. They don't talk about the fact that the ones that you knew so well or your best friends will now look at you differently. They don't tell you that people will say, people will say to you, you're not the same. Well, we're not supposed to be the same. We're growing. We're supposed to be changing. We're supposed to be learning, okay? People will say, don't forget where you came from. Or they might say, that's risky. Don't, don't try that. You shouldn't do this or that, okay? When you want to make a move from your hometown, you want to go out to college, you want to go across the country, they're going to give you, these same people are going to give you a thousand reasons why you can't or you shouldn't. When you get into a new relationship, you might hear things like, be careful or don't take that risk or a host of other things to make you think that these people know better for you. When you want to get married, lots of people are going to think they know better. They're going to say, well, you know, maybe that's not for you. Regardless, okay? But back to the quote. When you experience success, there's a price with that. Your friends will become your enemies. And not in all cases, but in a lot of cases, all right? Regardless, the point is, it's not their life. It's yours, period. And I want to look at why people respond like that. Why do they respond with negativity or questions or doubt, all right? And here's why. It's because you're winning. You're changing. You are moving forward. You are in the proverbial first place. And that makes most people very uncomfortable. That makes your best friend uncomfortable. That makes your family uncomfortable, your siblings, okay? What it means is it means that because you're winning and you're changing, you're raising the bar in your circle. You're raising the bar in your family. And most people, unless they choose to get better, unless they make the conscious, intentional decision to get better, they're going to be really uncomfortable by your wins, by your success. And that's crazy, isn't it? But nobody tells you this in school. Nobody tells you you're going to lose friends because you succeed and because you win. But it's true. Here's the way I see it, guys. I believe that the second place, when you compete, second place is the first place loser. But, but, the good part of that is, first place is available to anyone. First place is out there for the taking. For you, for me, for anyone. Literally anyone with the grit, the desire, the intestinal fortitude, the discipline to do the work, they can have first place. First place is earned. And if you got second place, it's because there was one person that worked harder than you. You can still have first place. You've just got to work harder than that person. It works like that. But remember, and we're laying the groundwork here, first place comes at a price. You're going to make your friends uncomfortable. You're going to make your coworkers uncomfortable. You're going to make your family, your parents, your brothers, your sisters, your cousins. You're going to make most everyone uncomfortable. Except for the winners, other people that are winning. Okay? And the people that you make uncomfortable, they'll respond in one 
of three ways typically. And it's important that you recognize how people respond to your wins because it's gonna directly affect you, it's gonna affect your attitude, it's gonna affect everything you do in life, it'll affect your mindset. It's important to recognize how these people respond to your wins because it's going to affect your energy, your trajectory, which way you're going up or down or staying lateral, and it's gonna affect your future, guys. That's the bottom line, so pay attention. Most people in your life, they're going to respond in one of three ways. And write these down because I guarantee they didn't teach you this in school. There's three groups of people out there when you succeed. When you start to make wins on a regular basis and you start to improve on a regular basis, you're going to find three groups of people, okay? And it's important that you recognize these and you classify these people into one of these three groups because that's going to help you decide who to hang out with and who not to. The three groups are group number one. The ones that truly support you, they're truly behind you, okay? Now, these people are probably successful themselves, but regardless, they're truly going to support your vision, your mission, they're going to support your wins, and they're going to help you win more. That's group number one. Group number two, they're going to watch. They're going to watch from a distance. They'll probably be quiet. They might say congratulations, but that's it. They're generally neutral. They generally don't have an opinion either way. They're just going to sit back and watch. These are the people that, that watch things happen and never really make an impact. They never really contribute. They're just kind of neutral, and this is the majority of people because the majority of people are average. The majority of people aren't winners. There's only so much room to win. So group number two is the people that are neutral. They just kick back and watch. Now group number three, write this down. This group, they're going to congratulate you to your face, but they're going to have all sorts of, of warnings and cautions and conditions for you. All right? they're gonna, they'll be the ones with the excuses to tell you why you shouldn't do something or why you couldn't do something or how you're not cut out for something or maybe it's too risky. Okay, So that's the three groups, the ones that are going to support you, the ones that are neutral, and the ones that will support you to your face with conditions. So let's look at these three groups and talk about the characteristics of the people in these groups, okay? So what do these groups look like and how do we handle them is the question, okay? Group number one, these are the people that support you. They truly support you. And I don't mean they just say congratulations. Hey, it, nice job on that marriage. You know, it's great that you own a business. These are the people that help you in your marriage. They help you grow. They they patronize your business. They don't ask for discounts, okay? These people are along for the ride, and they're on a growth journey with you. This is a very small group, okay? They're going to celebrate your wins no matter how big or small they are. Again, they support you. And not only do they support you, but they're truly happy to see you win. And think about that. How many people do you know are truly happy to see you win, they support you, they encourage you, they energize you, okay? These people will have your back. That's the important That's the important trait of group number one. They'll have your back whether you're there or not. Whether they're speaking to your face or behind you, they will honor you. They will have your back, they will support you, okay? They speak highly of you even when you're not around. They add value to your life. They bring energy to your being. 
This is the kind of person that, if you're listening to this message, you probably strive to be. This is the kind of person that I strive to be. I want to bring value to others. I want to make a positive impact on other people's lives. And I want to do better. I want to grow. I realize that if we're not growing, we're dying. There's no in between, okay? Group one people are intentional. Group one people are givers. Group one people, they have a responsibility to motivate, to uplift, and to help other people grow. And the key factor with group one people is they're intentional about it. It's not something that's passive. It's not something that just happens. They're intentional about growing and doing better and giving back. They want to teach. They want to help others succeed, okay? So how do we handle the people in group one when we come across them? Okay, they're, they're a minority, all right? And these people are generally the winners themselves. They've probably experienced success in some area of their life, in their health, in their money, in their marriage, in, in their, their mind, their, their schooling. They've, they've probably experienced success somewhere else. These are the winners. And you'll probably find that they've achieved a level of happiness and fulfillment that allows them to give back. They feel it's certain duty to give back. So you want to cherish them, okay? These are the people that are rare. This is the minority. This is the 1% or 2% out there. So when you find them, you want to cherish them. You want to reciprocate with them. You want to exchange good energy back and forth. These are the ones that you really want to build a relationship with. And you want to share your hopes and your dreams and your ideas and your plans because these people will add to it, okay? They'll, they'll realize what you're trying to do. They will add to it. They will synergize with you because whatever, two or three are always better than one, okay? So not only are they going to help you, but you want to be a very intentional about helping them achieve their own dreams and realize their own potential. And when you have that, when you have two people in the same dynamic who, who want success, who want to help, who want to give, when they start helping each other, the potential is unlimited, all right? And here's the thing, though. Unless you've set out to intentionally build your tribe from scratch, know that these people are rare, okay? For most people, group one assets, and I call them assets because people in group one are assets, they account for less, less than one in a hundred people that you know. So those group one people, keep them. Group two. These are the ones that I call the watchers, the neutral ones. Okay, they're silent for the most part. They know what you're doing and they're going to observe you from a distance. And a lot of times they're going to remain quiet or they'll offer up your, your standard congratulations. But most times they're not affected otherwise by by your wins or your losses. They're just not affected by it. Maybe they're living their own lives. They just don't have the time, the initiative, the intentionality to help someone else. Maybe they're trying to succeed themselves, but oftentimes these are neutral people that really don't add any measurable value to society, but they don't detract from it either, okay? They won't take away from your wins. And a lot of times these are maybe your extended relatives. These are acquaintances or friends or social media connections. But group two people are often the, the people that you find on social media. They're the consumers. They don't post a lot. 
They never give out a whole lot of uh, valuable information or tips or tricks. They don't teach you. They don't make you laugh. They're just kind of there to consume content. They really look at other people's lives and they, they live through other people. They compare themselves to other people because they probably haven't achieved a level of awareness yet where they're working on their own journey. So they're just kind of there. And that's most average people. So how do we handle how do we handle the people in group two? Well, you don't have to do a whole lot. You've got to appreciate them, okay? Because a lot of times they're friends and family and so forth. And you've got to realize that you'll want to realize that although they're silent, they're really not going to have much of an impact, positive or negative, on what you're doing. Most most people fall into category two or group two. They're they're what I call the ninety nine percent, or they're what I what I refer to as average people. They're just happy doing their thing, running their nine to five, coming home, getting up, and doing it over again the next day. That's what they're happy with. God bless them. Let them live their lives. But if they're not contributing to me personally in a positive way, I know that I can do better, and I know that there's there's other things to look for. There's there's more out there. So don't settle for average, okay? But but think about it. How many people do you know that have really left a lasting impact on you? All right. Chances are if they've left a lasting impact, they're in group one. They're not in group two. And understand that although these people in group two remain neutral, neither moving forward or backwards, that your message, whatever you're doing, whatever your win is, it might affect them in a positive way, but you probably won't hear about it. So in other words, don't dim your light for these people. Keep shining your light. There's a lot of people out here in this average category, group two, that consume content all the time. And maybe down the road, after you've been putting out good stuff for a year or two, they'll send you a message and say, hey, thanks, that really helped me. Or I really resonate with that message. I'm glad that you have the courage to say it because I don't. Okay. If they like what they see, they may let you know or they may not. They're generally pretty quiet. In group two people, they won't they don't they don't affect your energy level, okay? Enough to make an impact. Most people's crowds are made up of of group 2 people and they are the average. They're neither they're neither good nor bad, they're neither impactful nor do they detract from your energy. They're just kind of there, but respect them, help them out if you can. You should always reach down if you're on a growth journey, reach down, help somebody else up, but also keep climbing that ladder towards those group 1 people because that's who you need in your circle to make you better and to help you grow. Now group three. These people are the ones that they, they're going to be the critics. Okay. They, they congratulate you to your face, but they always have something to say. They're going to tell you congratulations on your win. Congratulations on whatever it is that you did. And they're off. They're going to follow up with with their advice, with their perception. So you might hear things like, "Congratulations on your raise," but you're still a shitty salesman. Or you might hear, "That's great that you're in a new relationship, but be careful because we've heard about that person." Or, how about, "I love your new house. It's wonderful, but..." I would have chosen a different color in a different neighborhood, and I think I probably would have done this or that differently. Okay? They've always got some butt or some... They've got to throw their spin on it somehow, and they've got to take the, the the happiness away from you a little bit, or they've got to detract from your win. Okay? 
They might you might get a new car and they'll say that's a great car, I love it, but but mine's faster. Or congratulations on your move across the country, but ha, you'll be back in a few months. We'll see you back soon. How often do we hear that? If you've gone away for school or maybe you've uh, been transferred across the country for your job, a lot of times we hear people, oh, you'll be back. That won't work. It's bullshit. Those are group three people, all right? Or you might hear something that's very direct, and oftentimes uh, people with courage will be this way. People with courage can also be in the group three. They'll say, you know what? Um, How about this? Don't get married because I don't support you. I think your wife or your, your new wife or husband or fiance is an asshole. Hmm. Well, took a lot of courage to say that, but you're still a group three douche. Okay? These people in group three, they may think that they know what's best for you based on their own programming. Based on how they grew up. Based on what their parents taught them. But in reality, they're ill-equipped to be making decisions for you. It's not their life, it's yours. But these people are often parents and siblings. They think they know better because they know you from the you growing up, from the you 10 years ago, from the you that used to be a different person. So they think they know what's best and they're basing it off of their own programming and their own beliefs. When in reality, only you know what's best for you. Trust your instinct, trust your gut, do your research and make your decision. It shouldn't be made by anybody else, especially nobody in group three. Now, worse yet, the group three people, not only do they take away from your energy, not, do, not only do they rob you from your, from your dreams, they make you feel like shit sometimes, but they're often the people that'll take your success or your change or whatever it is you're trying to do, and they're going to gossip. They're going to talk about you behind your back. They will, they'll honor you to your face, but then they'll talk about you behind your back. And that's common. Okay, and again, this can be friends, family, co-workers, siblings, could be your wife, could be your husband, whatever it is. The point is, we've got to be aware of these group three people, the ones that are good to our face, but they screw us behind our back. We've got to be aware of them, and these are the ones we've got to get out of our lives, okay? Now, group three people, they're going to take, they're going to take your wins, and they're going to, they're, they'll try to make less of them. They'll try to erase your wins, or in the worst case, they'll even try to sabotage your wins. They'll drain your energy. These people are often, in group three, they're often cynical. They're insecure. They have, they have self-doubt issues themselves. And they'll be the ones that always come out of the woodwork with a thousand reasons that you shouldn't, you can't, or you may not want to. These are the people that will take the wind out of your sails on any project you're working on, on any win, on anything you're doing. So don't share your ideas with them. Okay, and furthermore, group three people, if if they already tell you, if they write, they come right out and say, I don't support you, then that's a damn good reason to cut them right out of your life like a cancer, okay? Life is too short to deal with these assholes, and I don't care who you are or what your background is, nobody needs these group three assholes in their lives, okay? Group three people are always the critics, and sometimes they're even the haters. We don't want to think of our friends or family or or, our, or somebody close to us is a hater, but understand that when you succeed and when you start to win, that makes people really, really uncomfortable, and it'll make them do strange things. So pay attention to it. Group three, group three people, they they really don't have a purpose. You'll find group, people in group three are the ones that talk about others. They 
don't really share any ideas. They don't really offer any value to anything. They don't serve a purpose. Group three people are, again, they can be disguised as family, parents, siblings, brothers, sisters, your boss. And you got to be clever and alert to recognize these people because they can be disguised as your best friend. And you wouldn't even know. But you've got to be alert. You want to understand the characteristics, the traits of group three people so you can get them the hell out of your lives, okay? And the thing is, we all have these people in our lives. You know it and I know it. The ones that need to be deleted. We all have a few in our lives, okay? And it's important to quickly recognize these people in group three. And there's only one way to handle them. If you truly, truly want to experience happiness and success in life and fulfillment and great energy, the only way to handle these people is to cut them out like a fucking cancer. There's no exceptions to this, okay? And I hear this a lot. But, but Dan, what if it's, what if it's a parent? What if it's my sister? What if it's my brother? But but Dan, it's family. I can't do that. And I'm here to tell you, I don't care who the hell it is, what relationship they are to you. Consider this for a moment, okay? Especially if they're family. Shouldn't they be treating you with a little more respect? If they truly care for what you're experiencing or where you're going or what your dreams, your hopes, and your wishes are, Shouldn't they treat you with a little more respect? You need to, you want to look at that in the mirror and really think about that because if they can't, it's up to you to respect yourself enough to delete them and create a proximity to them. And I understand that a lot of you will still have a hard time with this. And I encourage you, go back and listen to, I think it's, I think it's episode nine where I talk about I talk about auditing and editing your peer group, episode nine, I think, but I go into a lot more detail on that and, and how to cut these people out of your life or create a, a healthy proximity to these people so they don't negatively affect your success, your wins, or your trajectory in life as long as you're climbing the ladder, okay? So remember, guys, it's you're all going to experience some kind of success in your life, and it's important that you pay attention. It's, it's critical that you pay attention to how your friends respond and how your family responds. Okay, They're all going to fall into one of these three groups. They're either truly going to support you, they're going to stand by quietly and watch, or they're going to congratulate you to your face and stab you in your back. We all have those people in our lives that we know we need to delete, we need to block, we need to create a proximity to, and sometimes they can be disguised as our friends or family. It can be hard to cut these people out or to distance from them. So how do we know who need to go? Who who's got who has to go and who stays? How do we know? I'll leave you with this. It's a simple hack. We all know those phone calls we get where we look down at the caller ID, and there's two responses when somebody calls us. We look down at the caller ID. And we're enthusiastic and we cannot wait to answer the phone because we know we want to talk to this person. We always feel good when we talk to them. They bring us up. They leave us with high energy. And it's amazing. Or the second reaction. We look down at our caller ID and we think, oh. and we can literally feel the energy being drained from us. These 
are the ones that need to go. These are the ones you want to cut out of your life like a freaking cancer, okay? People will energize you or they'll take away from your energy. And guys, we only have so much energy in a day. We only have so much. So why would we let other people steal our energy? Paying attention to who is around when you're winning is one of the most important things that you can do. In learning how to eliminate or create a proximity from the ones that secretly want you to fail is probably the second most important skill you can develop when it comes to success. Your mindset is first important. Your mindset is critical. But your environment, your circle of family, friends, and peers, that is going to determine how far you go, how fast you go, or how fast you fail. I'll say that again. Your mindset's important, but your environment is absolutely critical. That's your friends, your family, your coworkers. They will determine how far you go or how fast you fail. Remember, people in your life can only do one of two things. They're either an anchor, they're like a boat anchor. They're going to anchor you down so you don't go anywhere, or they're like a propeller. Just like on a boat, okay? The anchors hold us back. They drag us down. They hold us in one spot. But when we jump on that boat and we fire those engines up and those propellers start spinning, where do we go? We go farther, we go faster. So, guys, love and support the ones that truly support you and lose the ones that don't support your hopes and your dreams. And the sooner you cut the anchors out of your life, the sooner you can get out there and add more propellers. Guys, I hope this has provided, I hope this has been a propeller for your day, for your brain, for your success today. And furthermore, I trust that, I trust that you will be the kind of father, husband, mother, wife, friend, coworker, and kid that'll work hard to get up into group one and to stay in group one and to support the success and wins of others. I hope you're the ones to get out there and make an impact yourself today. Get into group one and show everybody else what group one people are all about. All right, guys, until next time, you're awesome. I love you. I'd appreciate it if you share this episode, if you find any value in it. Please reach out to me, guys. I love your feedback, and, and I appreciate you guys spending your time with me. I just love you, and I'll catch you on the next one, guys. Take care.